0: Hello, and welcome to The Greatest Show on Earth. I am your host, Aaron Nathan-Neal, and you are listening to More Than a Party Podcast. What is up, everyone? I apologize for... Oh, just got to fix my hair real quick. I apologize for my late release... It is um, something I am not proud of. I apologize. My sister Shiggy was like, Aaron, why haven't you released an episode? And I was like, Shiggy, I'm sorry. I apologize. So I do apologize for my late release. Uh, What I was going to do is just put out a memo just saying, hey, if you haven't listened to my episode with my mama, go listen to it. It will better your life. It will better your spirit. It will better your kids and your marriage and everything. If you go and listen to it, there's so much wisdom. And just eat it up and soak it all in. I hyped it up pretty much right, a lot right there. Well, it is really good. And I can't thank my mom enough for uh, sitting down with me, sharing her life story. Because guess what? She didn't need to. She didn't need to open up like that. And she did. Why? Because she cares because she loves you guys. Uh, And she wants to help people. She wants to help those who are struggling with the same things, same issues, uh, same battles that she went through. Listen, there's hope. There is life. There is a lot of uh, uh, just meat that uh, she spoke and Again, I encourage you after you get done with this episode, this is going to be a very short one. Go and listen to part one, part two of me talking to my mama. And guess what? I have even more interviews coming up. I'm really pumped about two interviews that are going to be coming up in the near future. Uh, One, I'm going to be knocking out when I go to Arizona next week. And the other one I'm going to be knocking out on Saturday over Zoom And then I'm going to be having my brother on again sometime in the near future and uh, Pastor Adam Neal. And so I'm really looking forward to those three that are going to be coming up here pretty soon. And so, again, I just I'm so grateful that, you know, all of you listen and that you take time out of out of your day to to listen to me chit chat and mumble and and invent and do bad impersonations. And I was told that I do bad impersonations by someone. And I took offense to that because I put very little effort into my impersonations, but I do take pride in them. You know what I'm saying? Like I can make fun of myself, but when other people make fun of me, then we're going to have a problem. And so don't do it. No, I'm just fine. Uh, But so I'm working on my impersonations. Luckily for you, I don't have any that I'm going to do in this episode because in my church, we are doing no negative November. I know we're still in October, but it was Speak Life October. So guess what? I'm not going to say anything negative. In fact, what I was thinking about saying for this episode and talking about in this very brief, brief episode. Was some positive things that have come from all of this madness, all of this chaos? What are some good things when I'm thinking about being positive, uh, uh, speaking life, no negativity? What are some good things that have come from all of this chaos from the start of 2020 all the way to October of 2021? Well, the scripture that came to my mind And you could be like, Aaron, how does this even apply? Well, let me try and connect the dots Well, the scripture that came to my mind Was in John 1,
1: 45 through 46 And it says This is from the uh, New
0: uh, International Version NIV. It says, Philip found Nathaniel and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law. And about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. And I love this. And Philip said, come and see and it is just so important to understand that latter portion as well. And that Come and see. Can anything good come from Nazareth? He is talking about Jesus, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. But he doesn't realize it. And so he's like, can anything good come from Nazareth? And Philip's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. Come and see. So I ask you, can anything good come from this chaos, this madness? Well, come with me on this little journey. I want to I list three things for you. It's just three things. And we might not even see them happening right now. But guess what? I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm going to speak life right now. Number one. Actually. Before I even get to that, I'm going to speak what some good things that came from for my life in all this chaos throughout society. Well, guess what? In 2020, I had a full-time job right out of college. Boom. Loved it. Right on. That was awesome. It was my dream job. I was teaching civics to 12th graders and law and a law class, which was pretty dope. And a psychology class, which I had three classes that I loved to teach to awesome kids. It was a great time. I am so grateful for it, for the opportunity that I had. Boom, that happened in 2020. Guess what? I had an apartment. I moved out right when I graduated college, saved a bunch of money, moved out. Boom, love that. Awesome. Uh, Another solid thing. I started golfing a lot. Found a new passion. Although I'm terrible at it, I love golfing. It's terrible. I suck, but I love it. Being out there in nature, in God's green earth, hitting golf balls, getting quadruple bogeys on par threes. Love it. I eat it up. Best time in the world. Worst day on the golf course is better than best day at work. JK to all my kids. To all my kids listening, JK, JK. My relationship with Christ, got to go deeper. When all the churches shut down, well, guess what? We didn't shut down. Uh, But you're forced, right? You're forced to go deeper. And that's what I did. So my relationship with Christ got stronger. Why do you believe what you believe? Hmm. Be prepared to give an answer. It's important. Go deeper. Uh, And my family. My little nephew Jack was born. Little cutest thing in the world. Little cutest baby. Cutest baby in the world. Guess what? Luca was born too. My other nephew. Oh oh my gosh. Just thinking about them both. Cutest things in the world. Uh, My sister Shiggy, my oldest sister, she got married. Wow. So, man. Her and Leonard tied the knot and moved to West Virginia. What a blessing. What a sweet, gnarly thing for them to decide to do, come to West Virginia. And guess what? They're my neighbors. Right there. I go knock on their door. I'm like, yo, can I watch this game with you guys? Can we watch some UFC? Can we watch some football? Can I have some eggs? Can I make a protein shake? Yeah, I'm a bum. I'm a mooch. Met some cool people throughout 2020. And guess what? I got to travel because... Tickets? Heck of cheap. Heck hecka heck of cheap. So I got to travel. Pretty dope. Uh, Abby and Gigi, my little twin sisters, guess what? They graduated. That's a pretty big accomplishment. They did it. Right on. So a lot of good things. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some. A lot of good stuff happened in 2020 and beyond, even into this year. A lot of good things have taken place. Uh, throughout all of this chaotic, crazy time. And uh, they graduated in 2021. So, like I said, transferring over into this new year of all this craziness. Um, in society, and this is where you might be like, Aaron, we haven't really seen this in come to pass. But guess what? I think it is something that's going to be able to be looked back on and be like, wow, that took place. Listen, health, number one, health. I think that's a good thing that has come from all of this chaos is people hopefully, again, I might be speaking it into existence, hopefully being self-aware of their living habits. I think it is really important to eat right, to be fit, take care of your body. You only have one body. Why would you not take care of your body? You only have one of them. Why would you not be aware of the food that you're consuming when it's your fuel? It's what fuels you. It's what gives you energy. I think that we're going to see a lot of people become very aware and hopefully start to change there are ways when you know we see everyone that was affected the most by the C word uh you know 78% were overweight obese and hopefully with all this said and done we're going to see people being aware and go in the right direction i'm not trying to fat shame or anything like that cuz that's dumb and if you're getting that from what i'm saying I don't know how, but eating healthy, boom, right on. Cool. Being fit, being healthy, living a healthy lifestyle, super duper important. Um,
1: I think that's a good thing that's going to come from this. A good thing. Secondly, I'm speaking this into existence. I remember thinking this
0: back in, I think, July. I think I preached a sermon about it. Uh, every, all the families, number two, all the families that have
1: been restored. You might be like, what are you talking about? Families being restored. Well, think of it like this.
0: How many parents were inching further and further from one another? How many marriages was there distance? just growing and growing. And then all of a sudden, everything shuts down and they are forced to spend time with one another, rekindle whatever flame that was lost. Dads being forced to stay home, being workaholics, moms being workaholics, being forced to stay home and and come to grips with, hey, we got to fix this thing. This thing's broken. How many marriages were restored during this time? How many families, how many, how many kids who felt like their parents didn't even care, didn't even think about them, weren't spending enough time? And all of a sudden, these dads and these moms are like, man, we don't spend enough time with our kids. And here we are. Look at all this time we have. And, and, and families are being restored. They go on vacations or whatever it might be. They spend more time movie nights, reading books, uh, playing games, playing video games, whatever. eating dinner together. Now they're forced to do it. I wonder how many families who are on their way out, being broken to being a broken family have now been restored because of everything that happened. I don't know. And I don't even know if we'll see actual data about that. I don't know if you know if we'll actually see any proof of what I'm
1: saying, except for maybe here and their testimony. And you might be like, Aaron, that sounds crazy. I bet you they,
0: I bet you they grew further apart because they got tired of each other. Maybe. But I
1: guarantee you, there are families who reconciled the differences that were taking place because they were forced to stay home. Now again, it's not like it's not that I agree with you know <laughs> the forcefulness of staying
0: home. It's like it happened. So what came out of it? What good came out of it? Well, I, I believe it could be one and I. Guarantee you that is one, families being restored, marriage is being restored, parents, their the relationship with their children being restored. I guarantee you that happened. Guarantee, Aaron. How can you guarantee that? I don't know. I just believe it with my whole heart that that happened. And I look for if that was you, write me a letter, send me a DM. If you know someone that that was that happened, send me a letter, send me a DM. Because I want to share it, because I believe that wholeheartedly that that is what took place. I believe it. Lastly, told you I'm not keeping you long. Lastly, the third thing, and I think one of the most important things, the good thing that came out of all this chaos, this chaotic time, this craziness is parents' involvement in schools. How gnarly is it to see all the parents showing up at these school board meetings and being like, you're not going to have pornography in our library. You're not going to indoctrinate our kids. You're not going to tell them this. You're not going to tell them that we we're going to be more of an influence on you, on our kids and you. And I, I love it. I love the parent involvement. All across the union, all across the United States, we we're seeing parents show up because they care because they saw what was happening to their kids, what was being taught to their own children. They saw it with their own two eyes. All the nonsense, all the hatred of America, all the hatred of white people, all the hatred, the discrimination against so many different kinds of people, the the lies that are being spread about all kinds of different nonsense. The history that is being taught to these kids isn't even factual. It's not even truthful. It's full of opinions and it's full of lies and it's full of uh, just, like I said, in doctrine, trying to uh, trying to create controversy, trying to create division. And these parents are saying, enough is enough. And I am here. all for it. Give me accountability as a teacher. I welcome it. Give me account. Come and sit in my classroom and see what I do. Come and sit in my classroom and see what I'm teaching your kids because on my whiteboard, there's a big old quote that says, Think for yourself. Because it is not my job to teach your kids what to think, but how to think.
1: Do I think, do I agree with all the parents of what they're trying to raise their kids as? Of course not. Of course not. But if I'm a parent, I'd much rather trust myself to raise my kids in the ways that they should go than some random teacher who has 180 kids. Oh, well, teachers, parents shouldn't be in charge of what is being
0: taught. Yeah, until you disagree with what's being taught, just let's just let's just go on this little this little follow-through train that I like to call follow-through train where we follow out the logic. Say you're on the left and you're all about CRT. You're all about lefty teachers teaching your kids lefty ideology. What about if a Christian gets hired at that school, starts teaching like biblical marriage, starts teaching like, hey, families are important, marriage is important, starts teaching
1: about all these things that you would te- typically disagree with. Then what? Do the teachers still have the right to have more of an influence than you, the parent?
0: Or do you disagree with that statement now because it's someone that, you're, that you disagree with teaching your kids? You see how when you just follow through with this logic of teachers being in complete control of
1: everything that your children hear. And eventually you're not going to like it. So why are you going to give the power to them anyways? Hmm. I'm all about it. I'm all about this parents showing up.
0: And you know what's crazy? I know all of you guys saw this. How the attorney general wanted to classify these parents showing up as domestic terrorists, because guess what?
1: Some school board. Um, who was it? The, uh, the national school boards association association, NSBA. wanted sent a letter to, uh, to garland attorney general mayor garland saying these parents are showing up
0: and they are terrorists because they're questioning us teaching our your their kids things that they disagree with and so the attorney general was like yeah you're right we're going to classify these parents as domestic terrorists and then they finally backtracked and the nsba apologized for
1: the letter and all that nonsense I love it, man. If a parent caring about what
0: their kid hears is domestic terrorism, oh, Lord.
1: Guys, wake up. That's craziness. But it's good. It is good. Because
0: now all of our eyes are being opened. All of our eyes are being opened. And it's good that it's all coming out. We're able to see people's lives. We're able to see the indoctrination. And it is a good thing that parents are involved. I love it. Keep it coming. There's more good things that I could talk about that have come from this, but I think those three are really important. Uh, Health, families restored, and parent involvement in the school system. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode. I have merchandise if you guys want to take a look at it. I'm that guy. Shameless
1: plug for the merch. Give me a holla. And give me a dollar. And I'll give you a shirt. Peace. Love y'all.